Okay, today's daf is daf chapav. And the mission begins as follows. If you recall, we were de- dealing with a person who put in a roof into different directions. And yesterday's shear, despite the fact initially we were talking about one day Shabbos, one day Yontav, then we started moving to two days of Rosh Hashanah. And I kind of glossed over a point where Rav Chaim explains we're talking about Rosh Hashanah in, say, Chutz Laaretz, not Neretz Israel. Now, that's going to be important for later. You'll see why soon. <clears throat> but in any event, Nagmar explains this as follows. So as we explained yesterday, that um, that if you put the arrow down on day number one, you have to use the same kikar on day number two. Why? That is because, as we explained, if you use a different kikar, a different loaf to make your eruv, you're going to have to declare that this is my eruv, this I'm setting up for my eruv tchum. And you're effectively doing hachanaf nyonta to Shabbos. However, if you use the same eruv, the same piece of food, it's already designated eruv. You don't have to say anything. You just place it down and it works for the second day as well. Okay, um, fine. Uh, here, I mean, here we can even be talking about the case of Shabbos. Sorry, here, here we can be, can, we're talking about the case from Shabbos Dion, if we, the, again, Kuen you have to come back with the same thing and put it down, as we said. Well, let's continue. If someone's, who's Ma'ari Baraglav, I mean, he stood there at the onset of Yontav, then he can also Ma'ari Baraglav Bashani, then he can also come and stand in Bashani. Now, here there's going to be quite a few different Shinogirs that as we go along. Erev bekikar me'erav baraglav. If you ma'arev with the bread, the second day you can do with your feet. However, bekikar, if, sorry, if you do a baraglav, again, changing again, lo yerev bekikar. Because I've changed it. In front of you have erev baraglav, ma'arev bekikar, bekikar lo yerev baraglav, and it's other way around. In other words, if you ma'arev with the kikar, the second day you can come and stand there. But if the first day you stand there, you can't do it with the kikar because now you're doing from the hat of the Shabbos, as we explained. Now let's continue. Just as we say there, barag, in other words, what the Gemara is now going to do is trying to understand this, uh, why certain situations, you raglav, kikar, etc. It's going to break apart everything we've just learned. Just as we said in the first, if you come on the first day and you ma'arav baraglav, then you shouldn't use a kikar on the second day. But to kavata baraglav, lawyer baraglav. If that's the case, you shouldn't be able to ma'arav baraglav either. Now, Nahi, or the way the Reb Chaim explains it is that, um, here is it. Big coverage on one second. Let's see if I can find it. Sorry, I've just lost the place. I'm not going to find it, am I? Basically, uh, here, break here, Rishon, Rav, break, Shani, Shani, but no, they said that. He, here. Yes, he says, Dahaholech beyond of the Tzorach Shabbos. Because we, if you're Marav, Baragla, Barishon, and you're going to go and stand there, Bishani, you're effectively doing Hachana anyway, beyond of the Shabbos, because he's walking there, Holech beyond of the Tzorach Shabbos. And he's also being Mechin beyond of the Shabbos. In other words, if you're upset, if you if, if you disqualifying Ma'ar Baraglav on the second day bikikar because you're doing hachana by putting this eruv down and yon to the purpose of Shabbos, so to walking there and standing there, that itself should be some sort of hachana as well. Why do you disqualify that as an option? So the Gemara explains la kella anish ein lo kikar that indeed it's a kula for the an ani who ein lo kikar, meaning a, a, a ani who might only be able to Ma'ar Baraglav. That's why they were leaning to say Ma'ar Raglav Rishon Ma'ar B'Shein. Okay, let's continue. Heach Mata Matam Raglav Lo Yirav B'Kikar. Okay, but you said if Ma'ar Raglav on day on Yontav, 
he can lo, he shouldn't be out of the kikar. So too, the tikavata be kikar lawyer of the kikar like he shouldn't be able to like our be kikar. In other words, if you say that on the it, despite the fact you said bavadot kikar. Now, if you're disqualifying, if it's just day number one, yom, yom to raglav and saying you can't do kikar because because of achana, then why is it we're allowed to do kikar and kikar, meaning bread on day number one and same bread on day, day number two? Isn't simply bringing it there, some, even if you're not saying anything, isn't that some level of achana as well? So once again, in the Gemara says, It's a cooler for the asher that he can send a shaliach to do it for him. Okay, Because again, there's no real designation. It's using the same bread. Yes, it seems some slight, maybe hachana, no lakila asher. Now the Gemara says, Just as we said at the beginning, that if it's if he's mar baraglav, he can't use a kikar for the second day. But kavata bikikar loya baraglav. So why do you say the reverse? If it's bikikar on the first on yontav, then he can't go and stand there baraglav. So Rabbi Avam b'sem b'shem Ravanim the taman asu loko halech And this relates very similarly to what we said to Rabbi Yochan, according to Rabbi Yehuda at the end of last year. And I'll just read you inside Reb Chaim. He says asu ato min haynu time be bikikar loya bitchila. The reason why if it's Yom Tov Baraglav and saying and, and for Shabbos the Kikar is because you're going to have to do a Kriyat Shem and that's some sort of Achana. Okay. However, the cave and the Menokala Shvita Sham. Since on day number one, meaning on, on Erev Yontov, you were Koneshvita there in that location with the Eruv, Ali the Kikar, by standing there, Baraglav, he doesn't even have to say anything. Despite the fact he's using a different mode, a different way of being Koneshvita. Why? Because it's now Kolechli Irolim Komo. Because it's now like a Machzik Bederech or something like that. Then if it's already like we said with Rabbi Yehuda yesterday, in that situation, it's almost like he can. All the coolers associated with somebody able to throw his makom shvita, but specifically because he's already, as we said, made. Actually, it's probably explained slightly different to what I just said. I'll just say and explain again. Because already in day number one, he made his makom shvita at that location. It's simply like he's being holechli irol back to his city, and you don't have to say shvita ti iri. My shvita is in my own city. No, it's, you don't have to say anything. So therefore, that's why Ma'ar is Baraglav on day number two. That's probably a, a better way of explaining it. Okay, let's continue now in the next Mishnah. Now, all the Mepharshim here explain here that this is a continuation discussion of Rosh Hashanah. Okay, now, wh- the way you probably learned it in Mishnayot or, or in Babli as well, is that the machloket between Rabbi Yehuda and Chachamim is whether the two days of Rosh Hashanah are considered Kedusha Echad or not. That's how you probably have learned it in the past. Okay? I mean, Rabbi Yehuda says it's considered two different Kedusha, and Chachamim says one Kedusha. And that's how you probably, you'll see in the Pnei Moshe, Korbaneda, that this mission is a continuation talking about Rosh Hashanah. Meaning that just as um, that Rabbi Yehuda holds the two different Kedusha, which allow these name, which I'll explain in a moment. However, Reb Chaim explains this, and it's going to be really important because you have to reset the way you're learning this sugya. It's kind of like the opposite. And this will become much clearer as we go, al- go along later on. Meaning, the two days of Yontov in Chutzlaaret, and that's what this mission is talking about, he holds it like Kedusha Echat. One Kedusha. 
And it's a two days of Rosh Hashanah, as we'll see later on, that he agrees, this will come clear later, later on, if you're in Eretz Yisrael and not in Chutzaretz, that they're two Kedushot. He agrees with Yehuda. Okay, this is the opposite of the way, so you need a bit of a reset here, because we're kind of programmed by the Bavli, sort of Mishnah's way of learning things. The Reb Chaim understands the Gemara in the opposite. So once again, very clearly, in the Chachamim hold the two days of Chutzlaretz, despite the fact you think it's Sveikid we'll get to this in a moment, he holds it as considered like one Kedusha. Why? We'll get to that in the Gemara. It's a two days of Rosh Hashanah in Eretz Yisrael that he holds it, that they're two Kedushot, like Rabbi Huda. So therefore, when we read this mission of Od Rabbi Huda, our clear Rabbi Chaim says here, we're talking about Tevel beyond Rishon of Shnei Amim Shel Galiot. We're talking about two days of Yom Tov, this mission of two days of Yom Chutzlaretz. And the reason why Chachamim are not modern to Rabbi Yehuda, because they hold the two days of Yom Tov Chutzlaretz, is Kedusha Echaten. We'll have to explain why when we get to it in the Gemara. Yes, you wanted to ask. So that, that's, the, that's not Rosh Hashanah, that's yont, any Yontav. Yont, any Yontav, any Yontav Chutzlaretz. Even Rosh Hashanah, according to Rabbi Chaim, who's still in yesterday's Mishnah. But any Yontav Chutzlaretz. So again, that's a bit of a reset. Okay? But let's have a look what the Mishnah's talking about. Because it's a Machlok, whether it's two Kedushot or one Kedushah hen, Rabbi Yehuda holds it two Kedushot, therefore you can make Adam al Kalkala be Yontav. So you've got it, something that's Tevel, and you want to be able to eat it on, say, the second day of Yontav. So what you do, you do half Russia, and you say, if today's Yontav, what I'm doing is meaningless. And then, but if it's not, then this is Trumas, this is Mesa. Then what you do on the second day of Yontav, or, then you say, well, if yesterday was Yontav, then fantastic, what I'm eating now is absolutely fine, because all that, I was attacking it yesterday, because that was cool. But if today's Yontav, uh, uh, so, and, uh, sorry, um, it's, we, again, as I've said, everything's fine. But if today's Chol, that means what I did yesterday was meaningless, and now I'm doing all the Hafrasha, and I can, I can do Hafrasha today because today's Chol. Again, that's how he does a stipulation. Again, Chachamim hold it one Kedusha, so you can't do that stipulation. And similarly, the Beitza Shenolda Beyontov, because the Beitza Shenolda Beyontov itself is Muktzai Mishum Nolad. Again, we'll get to that when we learn Mesef the Beitz much more detail, but you can do the same stipulation. If it's Nolda Berish, the first day Yontov, then you can eat on the second day. Why? Because if the first day is really Yontov, then the second day is Chol, of course I can eat it. But if the first day was really Chol, then it's Nolda Bechol, like Erev Yontov, and I can eat it on Yon, I can eat it on the second day, which is really Yontov. That's the Machlokah. But in Chol, you don't have an issue with Tevel. Been doing Hafrasha, correct. So, so, go on. No, I'm saying that in Chotzlaretz, you don't have an issue with Tevel. Ah, so it could be areas that are close to Eretz Israel that, that were Gozera from Hafrasha, Trumas, and Maestros. Okay? Um, yeah, like in Syria and things like that. That's what we could be talking about. Okay? Or, quite simply, you got proof from Eretz Israel, Chotzlaretz. Okay? Uh, you know, when you have these Jaffa oranges and Kutzlaretz and things like that, when uh, we had to do our Russia in Australia, even we had some Jaffa um, grapefruits, I think it was made it all the way there. Okay, it was, I had no clue what I was doing at the time, but uh, I, I got and now, now, like now, it's like you just rattle off what it says in the sitter, but with our learning of Zrayim, we understand what it all means now. Baruch Hashem. All right, let's continue. The Omer in Yom Tov Hayom, okay. Now, so what's it talking about? What's it tonight? And this is the case of Rani Tevel, Trumas Hamasa. It says, Omer, Im Yom Tov Hayom Yivatlu Dvarai, Vikrashem Lamasrotav. In other words, if today is really Yom Tov, again, on the first day is really Yom Tov, I'm now saying this is Trumas Hamasros, but if it's really Yom Tov, it's really nothing. And you can't eat on the first day. Ubesheni on the second day, then Kreshem Lamasrov. You do this kind of the same thing. You say, this is now Trumas Hamasrot, because if it's whole, then what I'm doing is significant. If it's really Yom Tov, I already did it from yesterday, and therefore you're a club and you can eat it. 
Now we say, This seems to be Now, why is this a steer with the Shita Rabbi Yehuda? Because Rabbi Yehuda was of the opinion, like Chachami was we saw, that if the first day is Shabbos and second day is Yontav, sorry, first day Yontav, second day Shabbos, like, the, like we were learning yesterday, that it's um, that it's like a suffix with its Kedushachad or Shtei Kedushon. Okay? Therefore, we said that if it's Nechal Berishon, then Harez Chamar Gamal. You're, you're stuck. Because it might be two, it might be uh, one kudush, it might be two kudushot, and so for the second day of Hamar Gamal, you, you can't go, you have to look at the overlap of you being Ben Iroh and where that error was placed. However, here it seems quite clear that two days of Yontav, clearly what we're saying now is two days of Yontav, he holds a shtei kudushot. Isn't that a stira? When it was Yontav and Shabbos, it was suffix shtei kudushot, or one kudusha. Or in other words, it's one kudusha, and here, quite clearly, two days of Yontav is shtei kudushot. So the Gemara says, Taman Kedusha Achat Arichahi, Bramhacha Achat Kadosh Bachat Chol. says, you got it wrong. When it's when you're talking about Yontav and Shabbos, he holds that potentially is one long Kedusha in terms of the Easter was extended over cross day, both days. However, here, when it's Yontav Shel Chutzla Aretz, well, two days Yontav, one's really Chol, one's really Yontav. So therefore, there can be two Kedushot him because it's really Sveik of the Yoma. That's, where, that's how we understand Rabbi Huda. There's no Stira. In this Mishnah, if it's talking about shtei, 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 um, two days of uh, uh, two days on to Bukhusarat, the reason why I say it's take Shot, because it's really Sveika the Yoma. Right? That's why it's take the But if it's Yont of the Shabbos, that means Khoshish that it's maybe one Kudushahim. Okay. Now we say Machlavshi the Rabbanan, Taman Abdishtek Dushot. There the Chachamim treated like two two Kudushot. And here you said our Mishnah is treated like Kudushahat. So we say Taman Yomtov Etzel Shabbos Kechol Etzel Shabbos Param Hacha Shnehem Shavim, which is interesting. In other words, why is it when it comes to today's Yomtov Chutzlar to treat it longer than Kedusha? But there the Chachamim will choshesh that maybe it's too Kedusha then. Says well there because the Kedusha of Shabbos and Yomtov are different, like a bit like a Menachem was saying differently that you say Hamavdil between them to two two completely different Kedushot. So therefore we'll choshesh maybe it's two Kedushot, and therefore he treats them like two Kedushot. But however here. Baram hacha shneim shabi, meaning that the two days of Yontov of Galiot both share the same level of kedusha, if you like, that we with, with respect to the way we treat those days. They're both Yontov. Now we'll get to the concept of Sveikadiyoma in a moment. Why? What does Chachamim do with Sveikadiyoma? Isn't it hinging on Sveikadiyoma? No, but understanding is it's shnei kedushahem, and this is where it's critical. This is the critical piece. However, modim Chachamim b'ru Yehuda. Meaning in Eretz Yisrael, that they are from Takana Rishonim, meaning that is Sveika de Yoma, that they're two different Kudushot. If you're talking about Rosh Hashanah in Eretz Yisrael, which is what I was the introduction. Now, let's read Reb Chaim together, because it's, it's hard to believe that he says this until you read it inside. It says, Meaning, when does Chachamim disagree with the Rabbi Huda? That the two days of Yontav are one kedusha. That's in Chutz Laaretz. Dahatam takana dahavei din hog b'shneihem kedusha. Because the takana was was that you treat them both as Yontav. Afilu itrami diyade emakvorosh chodesh. Even if you know when Rosh Chodesh is, meaning if I'm in Bavel and I get a WhatsApp message that today's Rosh Chodesh or not, the takana was no. You keep two days Yontav. Nowadays we have a calendar. The takana is you keep two days Yontav in Chutz Laaretz. So therefore, it doesn't matter if you know, because the Takana was to keep two days of that's why Chachamim says, it's not an Indian of Sveika de Yoma. The Takana was, it's two days Yontov, it's one Kedusha. Different, it's the way we, we understand it. Why? In other words, 
אפילו בזמן הזה שסדרי מועדות קבועים, היא קונטינית כלל בגמרא. על מה תקנה הכי הרבה שיהיו שניהם קודש, חכמים ישראל, the two days חוץ לארץ, one קדושה, for, as we said, על מתנה אדם לכלכלה, for בית סשנו בזול, be אסור בזול, because חכמים מתקן, two days חוץ לארץ, no matter what, even if you've got a fixed calendar. Okay? מי הוא, however, מודה בשני יומצים ראש השנה, when it came to ראש השנה in ארץ ישראל, שהוא נוגעים מתקן הקדימים, all the way back to נקן הרביעים, בכל ארץ ישראל, במקומות רוכבים ירושלים, for those places that were a bit far from ירושלים, שלא ידעו, that even though they normally keep one day on to, when it came to ראש השנה, a little bit too far from the Beit Din, to hear whether which day ראש השנה was. אם לאו, שאי אפשר להודיע לאלו מרחוקים מבית דין, מחמת שיום טוב היא. וכי אגב נמודכם זה טרי קדושות הן שלא נוהגים כן אלא מספר. Because that תקן הנביאים ראשונים was anyone, anyone who's a little bit far from Yushalayim within Eretz Yisrael would, because it was a suffix, they have to keep two days. Yeah, two days Rosh Hashanah. Okay? Again, this is very different to what I'm sure you learned the Mishnah. But, um, but again, so we see quite clearly here what the, what, what the Rebchaim, how they understand Yerushalmi and the words of Yerushalmi we just read is that really it's Chachamim Acholik with Rebchaim, again, with Rebchaim in Chutzlaretz. If it's two days of Yontav, they, tra- they say since it was a tak- it was a Gzeira, that no matter what you keep two days, therefore it's one Kedusha. When do they agree regarding two days of Yontav that they're two Kedushot? Well, that is if we're talking about Rosh Hashanah itself within Eretz Yisrael, because the Takan of Mishonim was Mishum Sveika. However, if someone sent a message to someone in those towns and they knew when it was, then they didn't have to. They weren't forced to keep two days. So that's why that's when it's two Kedushot. That's when you say Sveika Yoma, and not in Yontav and Chutz Laaretz. Clear? Again, when also Chachamim HaSafek Shtei Kedushot, that's again Yontav to Shabbos, which is what we've been learning in the past. Okay, let's continue. Now, a bit of a garata, which is refreshing. We haven't seen this very much yet. Now, Rabbah, Rechia B'Shem Rav Yochanan, it says, Bini imi nechoruvi, this is a pasuk from Shia Shrim, it says, Samuni no terate krami, they place me to guard the kramim, the two, the, the kramim, karmi sheli lo natarti, and I didn't guard my kerem. Now, it's interesting, it says kramim in the plural and my kerem in the singular. So the Gemara explains, mi garam liot no terate kramim, what caused me now to guard or shomer Two kramim, meaning two days of yontav. Hashem karmi sheli lo natarti, because I didn't keep the one day yontav in Eretz Yisrael. See how beautiful the way I explain this puzzle. So I was got punishment after keep two days yontav. Putzar is because I wasn't sure my one my one karmi in Eretz Yisrael. Me gorem liliot meshamish negam in besuria al shalosha marti omechad ba'aret saimadia. Savrua, which is basically what I had to explain. Savrua iti. I thought maybe shani mekabel schar. Maybe I'll get schar for two days yontav. However, in mekale lechadim. Because it's Sveikah de Yoma, only really get one day, despite the fact I'm keeping two days on to. Schar for one day on to. Mi garam li basuria. If you recall, we saw when it came to Chalot de Surya, that they had to, it was one la'ur, if you remember, in Chalot, one was given to a Kohen. We discussed that in Passover, Chutzaras as well. Al shem shefrashti, al shem shaloi frashti Chalot b'chabez. Because I didn't, because I didn't, I wasn't mafrish Chalot in Israel. Therefore, I was, uh, we got punishment, if you like, having to double down and bring, take two chalas outside of Israel. Savura, Shavuat Haiti, Shani Mekabal, I thought maybe I get schar, double schar for doing two chalas, and I've been in Now listen to our incredible pasuk, Rabbi Yochanan, Kari Aleihun, Gamani, this is from Yecheskel, Gamani, Tati Lahem, Chukim Lotovim. I have placed on them Chukim Lotovim as part of the Nevoah. What does that mean? These are Chukim that extra prohibitions, extra didn't apply to Jews in Chutzlaretz, that are Lotovim. They're not getting any extra schar for doing a second day Yontav. 
Because again, it's Mishum Seikadi Yom, if you like. So nonetheless, that's like a, again, this is all quite derogatory about uh, that uh, state of having to keep two days of chutzah, two days on to be chutzah. Okay. You can also say it's it, you can also say it's a punishment because they don't fulfill the mitzvah of Yishuvayot Um Well, yeah, we possibly let's continue. Rabbi Vau Azal Alexandria. He went to Alexandria. And what happened is now this is again this is going to be a very different understanding that in terms of why you don't take lulav on. Um, maybe it's different to what you've uh, on on Shabbos on Sukkot on first day, because really lulav uh, on first day is the oraita, nachon. Other seven days it's only the oraita in the base of Middash. However, with a coin to the Shabbos, we still don't shake the lulav. Okay, why? Now here, what's interesting is not because of what you think. Um, he explains as follows. He says, in other words, he came. Um, who was a Rabbi Avau who came to Alexandria and he knew when the Kviyat Moed was. And he told them, but don't worry, there's no speck of Yoma. Today is when there were Kove, Koveya, um, when, when exactly when um, Rosh Chodesh is. So I know today is really first day to write that. So let's continue. In Reb Chaim, he certainly told all of the Shabbos, Mishum Shehodiyam Shiyon to Rishon Shachag B'Shabbos. V'keivan demeon raita loi chashinan legzeira shimer vodaladam abrashat sarabim. I mean, why do we not normally take, take lulav? Because you might not know how to do it, you might carry Dalad Amon Rishon However, if you know first day is Doraita according to Rishalmi, you know for sure it's Doraita, then you can you do take it on the first day, because if it's Doraita, that the Gzeir Shema, not like we learned above, like Shabbat Alta said, if it's Doraita, the Gzeir, we will be choshesh to Shem Eber and Dalad Amon Rishon Okay. However, the Alma, the why re- normally do you not not limb? The only reason why in Chutzar they didn't take it, according to the way Yisham is reading, initially the way according to Rabbi Avahu, is, is because um, maybe it's not really first day Yom Tov is Doraita, maybe the Sunday is Doraita, and that's why the Gzeira kicks in then of Shemir Berendal of Sarabin. However, Avahu came from there, so went to Alexandria, says, today's Doraita, we take Lulav and Shabbos. What happened then? Um, Shama Rebim, uh, Rebbe heard, sorry, says, you got a problem here. Is Rebbe Avau going to go to Alexandria every single year and tell them when the first day, when first, when, uh, when they were Kobe on the Moed? Well, he's not. So the danger is, if he carries, if he, if he shook the lulav on Shabbos on the first day, even though he knew the writer, they might think in future years that that's a dinner chutzar. We shake a lulav no matter what on first day that coincides with Shabbos. Um, it, it, but, just, but even though it might be a speaker the yoma, okay. So he said that what well, was the wrong thing to do? They shouldn't have taken in chutzlaritz, okay. In other words, it sounds to be now that despite the fact yes, the writer should have overridden. We have another xer out of concern, not to Shemi Aravino, but maybe in future years they, they won't know when the moed is. And first day yontov of Sukkos is Shabbos, and they'll think, oh, when Rabbi was here, we took it. So let's take it again now, not knowing it was because they knew when it was. It was moving first day was the writer. However, Rabbi Yossi says, well, why don't they send them a letter? He doesn't have to go. He can, they can send uh, messages to say when the Kavir de Moed is. It's enough time to get there from Eretz Israel, 14 days. So, which means that this is the idea of Despite the fact we're now Kobe Moeds, we know when everything is. We don't, we still, in other words, we still keep two dates on the Now, 
Um, however, the reason Reb Chaim brings here, he says, uh, he quotes the Bavli, the, the reason is because maybe we'll, there'll be some sort of upheaval of some sort and we'll lose our calendar and then we'll, we won't go back to doing two days and you'll end up being the Chaliyontav because you picked the wrong days being the, being the first day Yontav. All right, so where they, they, were, they stuck to having two days on Kutzaretz no matter what, okay? And if you want to say, um, bring Rebbe Strauss, Pshat in the previous Gemara as a punishment, if you like, maybe. All right, let's continue. Next, uh, next, uh, next Mishnah, Halacha Yud. Rabdusa ben Arkinus Omer. Ha'over lifnea tev yom tov shel Rosh Hashanah Omer ha'chalatzein Hashem elokeinu et yom Rosh Chodesh hazeh im hayom im machar. So because Rosh Hashanah spake at Yoma, you don't know which day is Rosh Hashanah, um, then what uh, he, the, the, what he would do when he came before the before to Daven, he'd say in Shmona Asra, if it's, t- you know, in the Tefillah he says, if it's today or if it's tomorrow, Rosh Hashanah, right? He would put a, put a Tnei within the Tefillah himself. And the next day says, if it's today or if it was yesterday, right? He'd say, where's your Rosh Hashanah was even though he's davening two days? And, and it says, uh, and Chachamim didn't agree. Now, it doesn't, again, based on the bubbly, is because it's really one Kudusha or things like that, but, um, but it, it, Reb Chaim doesn't really go into more details. It just says that it wasn't the right thing to do. I'll explain it. It'll actually, Gemara explains. So, Rebbe, Reb Dusabar Arkunas Omer, Teva. Now, the question is, what, what didn't Chachamim like? Is it because he was stipulating if today's Rosh Hashanah or not, whereas Chachamim say you just do it stum? You don't say to, to you know, save me on Rosh you know, Look after us, because it's Rosh Hashanah. You mentioned Rosh Hashanah without uh, stipulating today or tomorrow. Or, yeah, but maybe it's because the Amar Rabbi Yaakov Maybe it's because he also, in that filler, I'm not sure if you took note of that, he also mentioned Rosh Chodesh as well as Rosh Hashanah. Which is, You'd have to mention Rosh Chodesh, and that was the issue of Hachachem. And the reason why, Reb Chaim says, They're both considered zikaron, and one zikaron is enough. So you don't need to mention Rosh Hashanah. And it's left, I guess, to the question, if we both issues, but it's left to the question. Okay. Let's begin the next Mishnah. Let's say someone was forced out of the, against his will, was taken by Goim and placed outside the Chum Shabbos. Or he got in some sort of psychotic fit of some sort, and he, and he stepped outside the Chum, and then he recovered, if you like. Once he steps out of the chum, he can only walk down Amor. He can't walk in here. He's stuck there. If he's returned back, it's as if he never left. Now that is because he's because his city has the din, according to Rukhaim, his city has the din, because that's in Komshita as Dalad Amot. So it's like his Dalad Amot, but he can't step a foot outside the city anymore. Okay? Now, Holy Holy Iracheret. If they take him to another city, or they place and they place him, there's different explanations here, we might discuss a bit maybe tomorrow, and they place him into a, a, an enclosure, an area that's surrounded off. He's in that area, that whole enclosure has a din of Daladamot, so he can walk the whole thing, the whole area. However, Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Kiva says, He can't walk more than that, despite the fact it's an enclosed area, since that was not his Makom Shvita. It doesn't have the whole, the whole city or the enclosure, depending on which you want to embarrass the Mishnah, but it only has a din, it doesn't have the din Dalad Amot, so he can only walk Dalad Amot. That's it, he's stuck where he is. Now, Master Shubal Mir Zuprandin, or the, the Nusach in the, um, in the Mishnah is Prandisin, okay? 
they're coming on a boat and they and the Sfina went outside the Tchum, beyond. Rabbi Gavra, Rabbi Eliezer, Ben Azar, Elazar Ben Azar, they could walk the entire space. There was nothing wrong with walking the entire ship. They didn't move from more than Dalar Amot in the ship, because they wanted to be machmir on themselves. Now, what does it mean they want to be machmir on themselves? Really, Mikaradin, what happened, that's they're in an enclosure, if you like, the ship which was their Makom Shvita from the onset of Shabbos, so therefore they should be able to walk in that entire space. That's one way of explaining the Mishnah. However, they were Machmer on themselves, Reb Chaim says, perhaps because because from the outset they wanted to go on the ship in order for it to travel, and that's why they were Machmer not to, in other words, they knew from the outset it was going to go beyond the Tchum, that's why they didn't want to go more than Dalet Amot. Reb Chaim cites a Rashba for that. Okay, let's continue. So the Gemara says, the Manan Gamre. It says, what's the Chiddush of the Mishnah where it says, if you step outside the Tchum, you only, only have Dalet Amot. We know if you go outside the Tchum, you only have Dalet Amot. What's the Chiddush of the Mishnah? So the Gemara says, So the reason is because there are other, con- the other contexts, I should say, when someone's, we'll learn about it later, when someone's allowed to go beyond the Tchum, and once they get to the particular location, whatever it is, they're given not just Dalet Amot, but allowed to go Ruach. So you might think because this situation is one of honest, it should be like going out Bereshut, and it should get treated as an all direction. However, nonetheless, with Mishnah Tanak Tzachidosh, if you like, that no, despite the fact it was taken by honest, it's your Goyim, he still only has Dalet Amot. Now, the question the Gemara asks, where do you know Arba Amot is the limit? Because it says Shvu Ish Tachtav, a person may be seated where he is, okay? We have to understand what is tachtav. Get, we'll see in a minute. Where do you know the din of a paim amba that one has of a tchum? That's because I'll say ishmim komo b'yomashvii. So the Gemara says, "Oh, what are you talking about? How do you know that tachtav implies arba mot and mukomo implies two thousand amot? Maybe it's the other way around." So Amar Eliezer says, "V'tanin and Asa ben Yaakiva Omer makom makom." This is Zer Shavas to understand that mak the term makom means a paim amba. Neamar kan makom, as we said in our mission here, in other words, ishmim komo biomashvii. Benemalahalam is something lacha makom. That's referring to Ari Levim. That's lanus shama. That's a place where the people who have killed the shogah can go and seek refuge in the Ari Levim. Now, the makom is not just the city itself, it's also the tchum of the city, the outside of the city, which is 2000 amot. That's where we learn the idea of 2000 amot from. And that's explicitly. Ma makom, because alpayim mechutzalav, the Torah talks about. So, too, we learn makom when it says, ayetse ishmim komo, is referring to shnema as also alpayim amat. Okay, and we'll talk about dalaramot tomorrow. Folto, have a good day, everyone.